0: This month, I have been trying to apply the feeling of love to any situation that came up feeling less than loved. And there have been plenty of opportunities for this. February is called the month of love, and for so many, including myself, it can be a month of profound loneliness and frustration. Even for those who have that Valentine's Day filled with flowers, expensive dinners and attention from a romantic partner, it is easy for it to feel insufficient. I experienced my first real Valentine's Day date this year at 34 years old. It was sweet and everything was carefully planned with the intention of making me happy. I tripped to Seattle for dinner and a sold-out jazz concert. I even got a bouquet of flowers. But in the midst of the glamour, beauty, and excitement of the evening, there was an edge to it that brought me to tears as I lay in bed the following night. I was afraid that I would never experience anything like it again because the relationship itself was on rocky footing. I was afraid that despite the attention and money lavished on me, I would ultimately find myself alone and without love again. And indeed, that is what happened just this weekend. Before this relationship, I had dated another man, and to date, he was the one man I have loved the most, and felt the most loved by. We had been talking by phone for several weeks before we met in person, and I experienced something I still don't know quite how to describe on our second date. He had dropped me back off at my car after one of the most amazing dates I have ever had, and as we said goodbye, I embraced him. When I did, I experienced what I can only describe as an explosion of pure divine love that radiated out through my body and spread like a ring of light across the city. There was something that connected between our hearts and souls that was like plugging a light into a socket. It wasn't the feeling of romantic love, but something much bigger. Over the following year that we were together, for both of us, The experience was like finding a long-lost friend who knew you intimately, saw all your flaws, yet still found you profoundly attractive and precious. I can say with all conviction that before him, I did not know what it felt like to be seen and loved in a deep way. But ultimately, circumstances of birth literally ended the relationship. We couldn't make the circumstances of where we lived or what families and backgrounds we were born into work. There are other experiences that can make us feel less than loved. I have frequently felt anxious over my future with the fact that in five short years, I will be facing turning 40 and I am currently living hand to mouth as a single mother. I do not have much materially to show for all I've been through the last decade. As I am writing out my thoughts for this podcast, I am sitting in a tap house watching groups of people, friends and lovers come and go. They are all laughing and playing games and I have often longed to experience this camaraderie for myself. But sitting in the tap house seems better than sitting in my silent house alone. I feel afraid of being like the older single people I see. I'm afraid of identifying with them and their stories of being alone. I'm afraid of not having anyone to share my heart and mind with, my joys or sorrows. I'm afraid that on my own, I will always struggle to be the person I want to be and struggle to accomplish the dreams I have. Ultimately, I am afraid of the future when I see no love in the future, which means I have no love for the future. There is an ache in our chests when life hurts and disappoints us, when people we love leave us and failure seems more normal than success. And there is only one thing in this world that can soothe the raw flesh of a hurting soul, and that is the experience of love, pure, unconditional love that offers no platitudes, no excuses, no justifications, just acceptance. Love that says, I see you, your hopes and dreams, your pain and sorrow, all of who you are, and it has value. As humans, we have a deep need for love. It is a genuine need and one that makes a difference in the quality of life we experience. It is said that depression is living in the past and anxiety is living in the future. I would argue That depression is having no love for the past, and anxiety is having no love for the future. Paulo Freire um, said, The opposite of love is not, as we many times or almost always think, hatred, but the fear to love. And fear to love is the fear of being free. Love is the total acceptance of what is in the present moment. The present is the only thing that is real. The past is a fading, warped memory, and the future is nothing but potentials. Love says all that is in this present moment has value. It is an intense and powerful emotion. More than any other emotion, it has a life and energy to it one with the power to comfort, inspire, transform, and elate the soul. This is what freedom feels like. As human beings, we often struggle to give love to each other, even when it's what we most desire to do, because it is also a vulnerable and uncomfortable feeling and can leave us with the false sense of being powerless. When another human is hurting in our sincerity, The common response may be, I'll pray for you, or everything happens for a reason, or even I'm so sorry, before rushing away and possibly avoiding the individual the next time we see them, because it is painful and feels powerless to be present with another person in their pain with nothing but acceptance. We cannot wait for others or for Valentine's Day to feel love. There is an endless wellspring of love that is available at any moment to all. The most important first step to accessing this well is learning how to get good at giving and receiving love. We each have the ability to offer endless, limitless, unconditional love to one person in this world. Ourselves. This can at times feel like the most difficult love to give and receive. It requires being fully present in the moment with everything you are feeling, and experiencing and having no judgment for any of it. Nothing but complete acceptance and compassion. It is completely possible to experience love that is not dependent on any person, experience or circumstance. The HeartMath Institute has researched for over 26 years what happens to the human body and brain when we experience love, and they have broken down to a science how we can generate within ourselves an endless wellspring of love. I encourage you to look up the HeartMath Institute. Their research shows that the heart is sending more signals to the brain than it receives And much of that information is generated by the emotions we feel. In simplistic terms, when we are feeling positive emotions like love, our heart beats in a smooth rhythm. When we experience feelings of distress, our heartbeat becomes irregular. A smooth, regular heartbeat sends a signal to the brain that causes the two branches of our autonomic nervous system to become synchronized. And as a result, we experience greater health, clearer thinking, longer lives, and a sense of well-being, among other benefits. Experiencing love on a regular basis will literally save your life. There are many tools and exercises the Heart Math Institute teaches to train individuals how to tap that wellspring of love for themselves. At the most basic level, it means becoming aware enough of the present moment to put your attention on the area of your heart and breathe in a slow, steady rhythm while remembering a time when you felt the emotion of love. Ultimately, you can let go of the specific memory and just focus on the emotion itself. What a freeing thing it is that we have the ability to give to ourselves that which we long to experience from another. And it is only limited by the number of breaths we will take in this life. So, with each breath, inhale love. What a beautiful and powerful thing to be able to give to yourself that which the human soul craves the most.